Please welcome, please welcome, welcome. This is another episode of the Defenders of Business Value podcast. A podcast where we talk about what makes a business valuable. Learn the tips and tactics to increase your company's value that only veteran dealmakers know. And now, here's your host, Ed Misopland. Welcome to Frequently Asked Question Friday. I'm your host, Ed Misopland. I help business owners make sense of the value in their company so that one day they can sell it when they want, how they want, and to whom they want. Each week, I answer three questions about business value or selling companies that come in from the website or social media. This is a little bit shorter of an episode, but hopefully it uh, will be helpful in your journey to making a saleable company. All right, so let's get to it. So the first question that came up is stemming from my conversation with Jamar Cobb um, last week. So the question was about financing, you know, how, what, what was my solution to, to financing African-American, the African-American community business buyers. Uh, When Jamar and I were talking, we were talking about how do you get capital, you know, to, to that community that isn't startup capital. All right. So the borrower may have two to 3% to put into a deal. And then you have the availability of SBA financing or conventional financing, but you got to get to that threshold where you have uh, enough of a down payment that qualifies you to take, to take the next step into, um, into the lending community. So what we were talking about is, you know, wouldn't it be great to have some sort of basically mezzanine financing uh, that would bridge the gap between the borrowers two to 5% and then thereafter offer that financing so that the borrower could move forward and apply for the loan. Now there's, there's certainly some, some opportunity um, with the SBA 7A program where you can utilize uh, um, seller financing as uh, equity. But uh, again, this was more of a, all right, how do you, how, how can we come alongside the community, find some additional capital that's already being allocated toward entrepreneurship and apply it to business buyers rather than, you know, the startup community. Hope that helps. So the next question is, I don't want to say an easy one, but uh, it's kind of easy. Uh, I I received uh, an email on whether or not it's a good time to buy retail businesses um, due to you know due to the pandemic and the urgency of of uh, business owners to sell in 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 that space. So I guess the short answer is. I'm not really certain that's the case that you want to to get into the retail market. Now, the caveat is if you're competing online with an Amazon or the there's substitutes that you can find online um, and you don't have that much of a novel product, uh, you might be outgunned from it from the standpoint of you know the consumer being able to find the product somewhere less because they don't have the overhead that you might have. So I guess from a evaluation of the opportunity, I think you need to see what you're selling and do a, a do an analysis on where where are the substitutes 
and can you effectively compete? So I hope that one helps. All right. The last question is about um, making an offer to acquire a company. So the the question is, um, how binding is an offer? Well, from well, number one, I'm not an attorney, and uh, you should absolutely seek counsel as far as um, vetting what I'm about to tell you. But from our standpoint, from a brokerage standpoint, a couple things. One, uh, your offer does not necessarily commit you to buying the business. It is simply a framework for which, under certain circumstances, you are willing to buy the business, but it has to meet certain circumstances. So, you know, that's the first step. We have to get to a point where you have various conditions and con- and um, uh, contingencies on on what's going to induce you to go ahead and take the next step. So obviously like financing, due diligence, leases, um, uh, customer uh, identification uh, at the appropriate time. But again, if you can't agree on price terms and conditions, uh, it's really meaningless to to take take the next step and start removing contingencies. So again, remember that you're absolutely not uh, committed to doing a deal while you're doing your investigation, plain and simple. So I hope that helps. And if um, you need some additional detail on that, certainly reach out to me or any of my colleagues at the brokerage. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. But before you go, would you like to receive a weekly newsletter of curated articles that I've stumbled upon or I'm writing about regarding business value and making a company saleable? Well, if so, go to DefendersBusinessValue.com and sign up for the newsletter. Now, if you have a question that you would like answered, go to, again, the website, DefendersOfBusinessValue.com and push the appropriate button. Or you can email me at ed at DefendersOfBusinessValue.com or you can reach me at Twitter at Ed Miso. Thank you so much for spending time with me. If I can ever be of help to you in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. Have a good weekend, and I'll see you next week. This was another episode of the Defenders of Business Value Podcast. For more episodes packed with strategies to increase the value of your business, visit DefendersOfBusinessValue.com for show notes, transcripts, and free tools to start you on your journey. Subscribe now so you don't miss any future episodes.